قرآن شریف ون آف دا سوراز سورا یاسین شفیع صاحب رحمۃ اللہ علیہ معرف القرآن ہیز مینشن ویریس ورچوز آف دا سورا اینڈ امنگ دوز ورچوز ون از دیٹ دا سورا ہیز بین مینشن ان دا احادیث as being the heart of the Qur'an Sharif. That just as everything has a heart, the Qur'an Sharif has a heart, the heart of the Qur'an Sharif is Surah Yaseen. Why is this called the heart of the Qur'an Sharif? So among the things that are mentioned by the ulama Kiram, that this Surah is filled with the discussion of Qiyamat and Akhirat. As we have been repeatedly discussing that this is the fundamental belief that keeps a person going correctly. If this belief is strong, is firm in his heart, then this belief is what keeps him going. So Surah Yaseen is filled with this discussion. Some of the ayats, or at least one, two ayats we had discussed previously also, Allah Ta'ala speaks about what will be the condition on the day of Qiyamad, with the person اليوم نختم على أفواههم Allah Ta'ala says that we will seal their mouths وَتُكَلِّمُنَا أَيْدِيهِمْ Their hands will speak وَتَشْهَدُ أَرْجُلُهُمْ بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْسِبُونَ And their legs will testify about what they used to do. So all these ayat, several other ayat that refer to the akhirat, the qiyamat. So this is one of the reasons why it's called Qalbul Qur'an. Then among the virtues that have been mentioned regarding it is that reciting the surah with firm conviction in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this becomes a means of the maghfirat of a person. It's also been stated that reciting this at the side of a dying person, this eases the pangs of death. And then in one riwayat is mentioned that the person who recites the surah in the morning, then this will become a means of sufficing for him and keep him happy till the evening. And if he decides it in the evening, the same applies till the morning. Some other virtues have also been mentioned. So in any case, the point is that this is something to bring into our daily practice, that we recite Surah Yaseen at the beginning of the day. And this has great amount of barakat and blessings. But one very important aspect to remember about all these various amal wherein the virtues have been mentioned about what benefits they bring. So all these things are, without it being mentioned on every occasion, it goes without saying that this is something that the precondition in it is that a person also abstains from sin. And if he makes a mistake some way, he very hastily makes toba and istighfar. Then these virtues and these great benefits and bounties will be received. Otherwise, a person is reciting all these wazayif, mashallah, but at the same time he is still engaging in various acts of haram. So this, the example Hazrat Ma'abra al-Hatsah rahmatullahi used to give of this is that there is a one a lane where one vehicle can come in at a time. 
So now the truck of Rahmat is coming to deliver the Rahmat. But at the same time, the person has now put in the way the truck of Azab. So how will this now reach? That's just a way of explaining something to understand. Because sin becomes a barrier from the good reaching a person. In one hadith sharif, Nabi Islam says, that inna rajul la yuhramur rizq min dhammin yusibu. That a person becomes deprived of rizq and sustenance due to the sin that he incurred. Another riwayat is mentioned that that rizq is sometimes being descended and he gets involved in some disobedience, some sin, as a result of which that gets uplifted again. So, these amal are things to, that we should be doing, we should bring this into our lives, but at the same time, the very important thing is, that we should at the same time be making every effort to stay away from all sin, vice, disobedience. <coughs> Allah forbid a person falters somewhere without any delay, to immediately make Tawbah istighfar and clear that out of our system. Just as a reminder in terms of one is, Alhamdulillah, we are in the masjid, in the house of Allah Ta'ala. So in the house of Allah Ta'ala, we need to all the time bear in mind the etiquettes of the house of Allah Ta'ala. As the days go, we are now quite settled we become quite comfortable, then it starts suddenly feeling like it's part of our home maybe. So we start becoming lax and casual. So this should not become the case. We are in the house of Allah Ta'ala. And among the very important things, as discussed previously also, one of the things that there should be no voices raised in the masjid. This is a sign of Qiyamah. Sometimes laughing and joking, etc. and that laughing aloud or just talking aloud, this should not be the case. In a moderate tone, and that too obviously, that discussion which is within the limits. And as we mentioned, that as far as possible, fine, we are eating, at that time we will talk something, whatever. But apart from that, as far as possible, we avoid all kinds of idle conversations. Otherwise, these conversations will number one, waste our time. Number two, these things just don't finish then. And hours get wild away before a person knows it, the time has just passed. And more often than not, something or the other will creep in which is not even permissible. Some ghibat will creep in, something else will happen. So, we keep this out of the situation and we keep engaging our amal, we tired, we sleep. In the Kaf, he used to address everyone present repeatedly. And he would say, Jitna khana ho khalo. That how much a person wants to eat, obviously when it's time to eat, he'll eat. How much he wants to eat, eat. In other words, no restriction on that, because that is a natural restriction. There's a natural restriction in how much a person can eat. That he will eat up to a point and then he too, no matter what food is presented to him, how much he may desire that food, but he can't eat anymore. Unless somebody's stomach is like, as some people describe it, like Jahannam, Jahannam will call Halmim Mazid. That is there anything more? So sometimes some people maybe, if that's the case, then 
But Alhamdulillah, nobody here is of that situation. So there is a natural restriction on that. And if you say, Jitna Sona also, how much you want to sleep, sleep, because there is a natural restriction on that too. Sleeping person, he might be deprived, sometimes if he's oversleeping, deprived of having done many good amal. But at the same time, the positive side of that is that he's still asleep, so he is getting saved from many sins. So that too is still neutral. If it is not positive, it's not negative. So that too is fine. But the point is that that too has a natural end point. A person will sleep and sleep, finally he can't sleep anymore. So that too finishes off at a point. We say, but ek kaam na karo, baat mat karo. Just keep to your work and don't engage in idle conversations. Because that just doesn't have any limits. Eating, sleeping has a natural limit. But this machine just doesn't stop. And some people get so accustomed to talking so often that they finally fall asleep, they still sleep talking. So, this is something to be very conscious about that we keep to our work, keep to our amal, we tired, we sleep, but we avoid idle conversations. Then the other one very important aspect, inshallah we all should, we have our need to wake up, etc. at different times, so we set our alarms, so our phones are with us. Let us please check that that phone does not have a musical alarm or a musical ringtone. This is anywhere for that matter, especially the house of Allah Ta'ala. And repeatedly, if the musical, now some say that there is a signature tone. What difference it makes if it's a signature tone with a musical tone? So, please let us check, maybe we don't realize it, but let us check and make sure that it is not a musical tone. Just a ringing tone, that is where it should be, and that too, the volume of that should be set to wake us up. The volume of that should be set to wake us up. Not to wake everybody else, but ourselves. So, let us please make sure that we double check this. This is once Hazrat Ibn Umar he was going somewhere, with him was some nafiq, Rahimahullah, and he heard the voice or the sound of somebody playing a flute. So he immediately put his fingers into his ears. And this was a young boy at that time. After some time he asked him, can you still hear that sound? So he said, no, I can't hear it anymore. Then he pulled his fingers out of his ears. And he mentioned, this is what I saw Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam do. That once he heard the sound of some musical instrument being played, and as soon as the sound came, he immediately put his fingers into his ears. So what Nabi Islam put his fingers into his ears to block the sound of, we should not be waking up to that sound. We should be waking up to the recitation of the name of Allah Ta'ala. Not on the alarm, but we wake up and recite the name of Allah Ta'ala. But that should be the thing waking us up, that something which Nabi Islam blocked the sound of. And we are Wanting to wake up, we use that to wake us up, that to enter deep down into our ears and go into our heart. That should not be the case at all. So please let us make sure that this is changed. And this is something that we change to an ordinary, just ringing tone. As we also mentioned, that this should also be not the case. You should avoid even having any zikr or any naad sharif or the name of Allah Ta'ala. 
as a ringtone as well. This too is not in keeping with the respect of the name of Allah Ta'ala. Because a ringtone, the purpose of a ringtone is to call somebody's attention. Whereas the name of Allah Ta'ala is not to be reduced to just merely for this purpose of calling somebody's attention. Like a person wants to call somebody or he wants to attack somebody's attention, so he starts reading some Quran Sharif loudly. The purpose of Quran Sharif is for tilawat to earn the blessings of Allah Ta'ala, not to just call somebody's attention. So likewise, this is a case in this matter as well, that we should not be setting these things as ringtones, or alarms, etc. This is not in keeping with the respect of the name of Allah Ta'ala. Let's complete the mamuls of the morning, the station of the last three ayat of Surah Al-Hashr. أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم هو الله الذي لا إله إلا هو عالم الغيب والشهادة هو الرحمن الرحيم هو الله الذي لا إله إلا هو الملك القدوس السلام المؤمن المهيمن العزيز الجبار المتكبر سبحان الله عما يشركون والله الخالق البارئ المصور له الأسماء الحسنى يسبح له ما في السماوات والأرض وهو العزيز الحكيم Last three calls بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق إذا وقب ومن شر النفاثات في العقد ومن شر حاسد إذا حسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق إذا وقب ومن شر النفاثات في العقد ومن شر حاسد إذا حسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس seven times حسبي الله لا إله إلا حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم سبحان الله سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك